episode of the Big Rhetorical Podcast. Today, I talked to Dr. Jackie Wells from the University of Alabama at Birmingham, down in Birmingham, Alabama, about the upcoming SWCA conference in February. But hang on, we'll get to my conversation with Jackie in a minute. You hanging in there? Classes started. What's your schedule like? I was looking at my schedule, teaching Tuesdays and Thursdays. When are you teaching? What's your schedule like? I think that's a huge component to the success for graduate students and all faculty, but I'm a graduate student, so that's the experience I have. I feel like if you can either embrace your schedule for being great or sucky, and just diving in and embracing, then you can get through it. That's easy for me to say, though. We're all struggling with different things, and scheduling can be a big part of that. I've got my business writing students this semester in the mornings at 9.30, and my technical writing students in the afternoon at 3.30. I wish they were swapped. But we'll see how things go. I'm looking forward to it. Classes for me start on August 19th. I'll be ready to go then. But this podcast is not about me. It's about Dr. Jackie Wells and Southeastern Writing Center Association Conference. That's going to be February 20th through 22nd, 2020 at the University of Alabama at Birmingham in Birmingham, Alabama. The conference chair is Dr. Jacqueline Wells. Her pronouns are she, her, hers. You can reach her at wellsj at uab.edu. I enjoy talking with Jackie. She's really great. She's super funny and super kind and generous. And I was glad to talk to her. We didn't talk as much about her dog, Travis, as I wish we would have. He seems to be a bit of a social media superstar an influencer of sorts in canine uh, social media. SWCA should be an exciting conference. The conference theme is Growing Our Centers. They've got a ton of topics for exploration, including student writers, writing centers, writing center staff, and writing center uh, as a discipline. They're including all kinds of different presentation formats, including individual presentations, panels, and roundtables. Uh, and this cool thing they're doing uh, called Ignite Presentations, which are only five minutes long. So we'll hear more about that from Jackie in a minute. And, of course, poster presentations. Some important dates and deadlines. September 3rd is proposals due for those who wish to be considered for scholarships. So SWCA is giving out a little cash. That's nice. Jump on that opportunity. October 25th, proposals are due. All right, so that's going to be this fall. And then the conference is actually going to be February 20th through 22nd. Birmingham is a beautiful city, and uh, UAB is a beautiful campus. Here's my conversation with Dr. Jackie Wells. So I'm talking to Dr. Jackie Wells, who is an associate professor 
-hmm. and writing program director at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Um, But could you talk to us a little bit about your role with SWCA this year? Sure. Well, I'm I'm the writing center director at UAB, and um, I propose to host the Southeastern Writing Centers Association Conference partly because I love uh, Birmingham so much. And I thought, gosh, what a cool city to have a conference like that in. Um, And so I proposed the conference. Uh, Let's see, I guess it was back in October and they accepted. And uh, it's been a great experience so far. I mean, we have, um, of course, as you know, Charles, we have an MA program. um, And we also have undergraduate tutors now in our writing center. And everyone has gotten really involved already. The MA students, even some of the undergrad tutors, um, and so it's, it's been great. We're having a lot of fun planning it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so have you all chosen keynote speakers for SWCA 2020? We sure have. We um, Our keynote speaker, I'm really excited about, she's one of my dearest friends from graduate school, uh, Dana Driscoll. She's at Indiana University in Pennsylvania right now. Um, and I asked her a while ago, actually, just when I was proposing, if she would be interested and I told her the conference theme I was thinking about, which is, you know, writing center growth. And she said, you know, that fits right in with my research. Of course, Dana is the kind of person who researches like everything. So I could have said like anything and she'd have been like, yeah, that fits in with my research. (laughs) There's always some new thread of research she's doing. But um, but yeah, she's going to talk about uh, student writer growth and writing center growth and how it all ties together. And we're really excited about that. Well, that seems to work out perfectly then with the uh, theme of the conference this year, mm-hmm. which is centered around growth. Yep. Um, in the CFP, you actually write that, and I'll quote here, we must grow sustainably, responsibly, and reflectively. And you reference universities and writing centers. What does mm-hmm. sustainable, responsible, and reflective writing center growth look like for you? Right. Well, that that theme um, actually came out of some of my own failures, um, not really failures, but just, I guess, kind of missteps that I made when I started directing the writing center. Um, and I was just so, I mean, obviously really enthusiastic and just grow, grow, grow. Like, let's just make this thing, you know, as big as we can and, you know, as many sessions as we can, as many students, put flyers everywhere, put them in the bathroom stalls. you know, <laughs> And I I thought so much about how we could grow our services and I didn't think enough about how we could get the support we really needed to grow them. I mean, obviously I thought about support, but I didn't think about it enough, I don't think. And so, you know, there were a lot of things that I said yes to and a lot of things we did that I didn't really think about, like if we had the support yet to, to really do what we were doing and grow in the ways we were. And I think a lot of new writing center directors make that mistake. Um, And so I think, you know, to grow sustainably, I mean, we just need to think about like, what, what do we have the support to do really? And I've talked to so many, again, the reason I kind of chose that theme, it's got a lot of offshoots. I mean, I think, you know, we could talk about growth in a number of ways at the conference, but the reason I, I chose that theme is I've talked to so many other writing center directors who talk about that. Like, you know, when I first started out, you know, I was just so excited, so enthusiastic and didn't give enough thought to how do we grow in ways that we actually have institutional support for? And so I thought, well, we'll, we'll get together and we'll talk about that. One of the things I appreciate is that you include like this aspect of reflexivity. So could you talk a little bit about how that um, could help us better understand growth in writing centers? Yeah. Well, what do you mean exactly? So I guess what I'm thinking is 
when you say reflective, I'm thinking about reflexivity. So we're looking back on what we've done and thinking about that and pushing forward to the future. Mm-hmm. Right. So is, is there, an, yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah. I was just going to say like, what, what I'm thinking with that is like, you know, always reflecting on, you know, what have we done? Like in what ways have we grown that have been successful and in what ways haven't, I think like, for me, it's really hard sometimes to let go of certain programs or certain initiatives like once I get started because I'm like, oh, you know, we did that. It's new. It's shiny. We grew it. But, you know, you really have to reflect on like, well, what if this isn't working or like what if it's maybe it's working, but it's not as successful as something else may be. Um, and sometimes, you know, you have to drop things that, you know, might be fine. But, you know, if you drop them, that that might give you more time to do something else. that's going to be more successful. And so that's. Part of what I'm thinking about is like reflecting on the things that are going well and aren't and also the things that are like, you know, priorities in the writing center. I mean, any university has a ton of different offices and programs and, you know, you have to work together and think about not not staying in your own lane, but thinking about like, you know, this thing that my writing center is doing. Is this really something we should be doing or is that more that other office's domain? (laughs) You know, like who's going to do this thing the best? Um, Yeah. Could you talk a little bit about UAB's writing center growth since you've taken over the position as director and what kind of the things you've done to grow your writing center's brand? Sure. Well, when I started, we were mostly um, a support for developmental English. So UAB has a developmental English uh, course that um, our composition director has actually changed dramatically, which is awesome. Um, But when I started out, it was just a one semester sequence. um, And I think like the first semester I was there, like 90% of our sessions were with students in that class who were required to use the writing center. And so the, the writing center kind of had this like, you know, this not stigma, but you know, I, I mean, people saw it as like mostly a support for that class, which was understandable because that's most of what it was doing. Um, and so anyway, we, we just worked to grow it and make sure that people knew now it's, it's actually open to everybody. And then we had to hire more tutors and, and, you know, make sure that we had enough people on staff to support everyone. Kind of like, you know, if you build it, they will come, you know, you got you know, like build it first. kind of thing. So, um, so yeah. And then we started reaching out to, you know, like all different corners of campus and making sure that, you know, grad students knew they could come in and honor students, you know, this isn't just for this one course, this is for everybody. And so that's the main way we've grown. I, as I mentioned earlier, our developmental writing course has really changed and improved a lot. Our our director of comp, Dr. Chris Minix, has changed it into a two-semester sequence where students get credit for it now instead of having to take it like before first-year comp. And so that's, you know, the writing center has really grown up along that too because now students have, those students have kind of less of a, an attitude, I think, about coming in because they're actually getting credit for the course. And so that part of the writing center's work has improved. I think students enjoy those students enjoy it more, but also we've grown to, you know, to where everybody kind of uses us. It's not just students in, in developmental English. And I know that UAB has a huge student population uh, focused in medical and healthcare education. So I'm sure that your writing center has perhaps tackled some obstacles that other writing centers haven't tackled, having to dedicate services for students in those fields and in those disciplines. Definitely. Yeah. And and one of the major obstacles there is making sure that our tutors are prepared to, you know, work with those types of writing, you know, working with undergraduates in those fields, it's not quite as hard, but we work with a lot of graduate students in uh, nursing. So like, um, we have a pretty big doctor of nursing practice 
program. And then, um, oh, I can never remember all the names. But basically, a lot of graduate students in nursing and health professions and public health. And, you know, reading some of their writing is, I mean, it's fun, but that's, you know, that's really discipline specific stuff. Like, you got to, you got to know a lot to like understand that writing even. And so we've had to do a lot of training in, you know, how do you help somebody with their writing when you, you can't, you don't even have the foggiest idea of like what the, what the discipline is about, you know, they're writing at a graduate level about, you know, some public health research. So, yeah, I mean, that's been a challenge, but it's been a fun one. I mean, you know, we learn a lot about, about nursing and public health and health profession, you know, these fields, like a lot of writing center tutors maybe don't encounter quite as much. My partner is a nurse, and it's just acronym alphabet soup most of the time. <laughs> There's an acronym for everything. <laughs> um, so the CFP, speaking of acronyms, <laughs> yeah. um, includes a topics to explore section that includes four areas. Mm-hmm. Student writers, writing centers, writing center staff. Mm-hmm. and writing center discipline. Could you talk a bit about why these topics to explore were chosen and how we might see growth as a nexus for exploration around these topics? Yeah. So when I, I identified growth as the theme, um, you know, it's been a theme for other writing center conferences. It's not like, you know, it, it's not the most original theme in the world. But the reason I, I think of it as kind of an oldie but a goodie is that it does apply to writing centers in so many different ways. Like I think we all have to grow. Like you think about, you know, how the writing center itself grows. You think about how you grow as a director, you know, like professionally, I mean, and and tutors as well. And then we also have to think about how our students grow as writers and helping them to identify their own, their own areas for growth. And then, I mean, even just in the, the seven short years that I've been directing the writing center, it seems like the discipline has grown. You know, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, it just, maybe I'm just aware of more things now than I was before. I think that's most of it. But, you know, I mean, it just, we seem like, we seem to be constantly growing as a field, you know, always more conferences, more, you know, networks and everything else. So that's kind of what I'm trying to think about is how, you know, especially how do these things all grow together, I guess. Yeah. And how, how do we how do we think about that? Awesome. So for potential presenters who are not familiar with UAB and Birmingham or the SWCA conference, how is your project team working to be an accessible conference for all attendees? Yeah. So one thing we've thought about a lot is uh, getting around UAB and getting around Birmingham. Um, UAB in particular, it's a beautiful campus and it's grown a lot. (laughs) It's fairly easy to get around. But one of our concerns, probably our main concern, was how to get around campus, you know, how to make it easy for everybody, you know, for, for everyone who, you know, for example, might not be physically able to make like the long walk from the hotel to the, the Hill Center, for example, or most of the conferences. So we've done a lot of things trying to make sure that everybody is able to access the conference. One, for example, is that we're going to have a 12 hour a day, every day, just continuous shuttle so that people can get very easily from the hotel to the conference spaces. We're very fortunate because the Hill Center, actually, where most of the conference will be, is a very new space uh, that's very accessible. I mean, it's, you know, it's got like big shiny elevators. It's got, you know, all gender bathrooms. It's even got, I mean, it's just a great space. It's got several lactation centers. I mean, it's because it is so new, it's very accessible, which I really appreciate. And actually, that's one of the reasons that we decided to have the conference in that space, because I think, you know, most people will find it fairly accessible. And if they won't, I hope they'll tell me and we'll make what changes we need need to make. And kind of the same deal with the hotel. It's an older hotel, but it's been renovated um, actually last year. So it's also been renovated very, very thoughtfully. And I think most people find it very accessible. 
yeah. All right. Tell us more about your conference's Ignite presentations. Now, this is what really caught my eye on the CFP, I'll be honest. I'm going to quote here again. The Ignite presentations offer presenters the opportunity to briefly share their work. 60-minute sessions Mm -hmm. will include only six five-minute presentations. So what's the motivation to include Ignite presentations at the conference, and what does this unique format offer presenters and attendees? Yeah. So I remember that came out of when I was first attending conferences, I remember I had so many good ideas that I wanted to propose, but I didn't really know if any of them, you know, I'm like, man, can I really talk about that for 15 or 20 minutes? Like, I don't want to present some argument for 15, 20 minutes. What I want to do is really tell people like what I'm thinking about and get some feedback. And I say like, that's when I first started out. But honestly, like that, I feel that way now sometimes, like quite a bit, actually. I'm like, I don't want to go to a conference and make some long argument. I want to get some feedback on this idea that's just kind of starting. And I think we've all been there, especially like, I mean, it all depends on timing. Like there are some times when you're just, you're working on something and, and you're ready to, to make, make a 15, 20 minute presentation um, or be a part of a round table or whatever else. But, you know, you might have some other project that's kind of in the middle, um, yeah you just want feedback and you just want a chance to talk and that's kind of what that came out of is like for people who you know it's not that their idea is totally rough I mean it's it's they have enough of an idea that they want to present it to to a real audience it's not just a total like rough draft idea but it's maybe something that they're not interested in talking about like I said for 15-20 minutes that traditional presentation format the other motivation for those is we thought well if we could do several short presentations that would give people the chance to hear from a lot of different folks in one uh, in one session. So getting to hear, you know, five, six people uh, at once, we thought would be really motivating for people, especially, you know, SWCA is really friendly to undergraduate tutors and, and you know, beginning graduate tutors. And so we thought, you know, for some of these folks who haven't done a conference yet or, you know, maybe just going to couple, that could be really motivating getting to hear from that many people in one session. And we're, I should say, we're going to do our best to, you know, to schedule those really strategically so that we have, uh, you know, we have people who, who make sense together, I guess, in those Ignite sessions. So if you have six five-minute presentations, I guess the first half will be the presentations and the second mm-hmm. half of the hour or so will be conversation, exploration, questions, and things like that? That's correct. Yep. That's the goal. Uh, that, that sounds like a really interesting format. I like that. I like Thanks. that a lot. I like that. Um, I think that's going to be an excellent, excellent thing. Thank you. So could you briefly describe your proposal guidelines and submission guidelines? Yeah, definitely. Um, so the proposal uh, submission you know, thing, I can't think of the word. The thing. The thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's already up. Um, really straightforward. We're just asking for, you know, basic contact information, the proposal, I think we said 500 words, 250, something like that, little abstract, little title. I want to caution people, you know, be extra sure to fill out that part where I ask you what kind of presentation you want to do, you know, whether it's a workshop or an Ignite or a, a, you know, regular session. Of course, people can present as a panel if they would like, um, less for us, so, you know, that'd be great. (laughs) Um, Sometimes that can be a really nice thing to do, especially with a, yeah, I think with a writing center conference, if you have like you know, four or five tutors or, you know, even just like two or three who want to present together. I think that can work really well. So feel free to present or to propose together. And that's really, you know, clear on the thing. You know, you can mark that you're presenting as a panel or proposing as a panel. Um, Be really straightforward. Just tell us what you want to talk about. All right. How is 
February in Alabama? It is. Who knows? I mean, who knows? It could be um, it could be 70 degrees and beautiful. In fact, I think it was last year. Or it could be 20 degrees and, uh, you know, freezing rain. I mean, we just have no idea. Yeah. And that that's actually, you asked about accessibility earlier. That's one reason we've been really careful with, you know, making sure the hotel and the conference space is pretty close and making sure that we have a shuttle because, you know, even somebody who normally would be willing to and able to walk 15 minutes, you know, if it's like freezing rain and like, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to. So yeah, we're just going to see, we'll do the best we can. <laughs> well, what do conference goers have to look forward to in Birmingham? What do we need to see and do while we're in town? Yeah. Okay. They have to look forward to a lot of really good food. This place has some good, good food, good tacos for one thing, good barbecue. <laughs> A couple of the the graduate tutors are working on a, a list of like places you have to eat. Toby Camp and Jessica Robbins. I don't know if you remember them, but but yeah, they're putting together like this is what you have to eat while you're here. So definitely eating. If you are a beer drinker, we are up to I don't even know how many breweries at this point, but a lot of breweries and several good breweries and also good restaurants are in the Avondale region, which is actually just a, a few minute drive, maybe ten minute drive from the conference hotel. And there's actually a shuttle. The conference will, or the hotel, excuse me, will drive you to the the Avondale area. So that's nice. Those are about my two favorite things to do, actually, eat and drink beer. Of course, I'd be, you know, if you haven't been to Birmingham before, or even if you have and haven't been to the Civil Rights Institute, you have to go. That's not something that you want to rush, is what I would tell people. That's not a that's not a one hour thing. That's you want to carve carve out your afternoon for that. It's an experience. So that's that's definitely I would put that on the list as well if you haven't seen it yet. I would I was in Birmingham this summer just a few weeks ago for a wedding mm-hmm. and there seems like you mentioned there seems to be a new brewery on every corner. Absolutely. Uh, and it's not just it seems to me that it's not just barbecue and Tacos, however, the tacos, you're absolutely right, are fantastic (laughs) in Birmingham. But there is a a bit of a fine dining scene there There as well for those that that might want to splurge too. Yeah, definitely. Where can listeners and potential conference goers find you online? Social media, website, email, stuff like that. Definitely. Well, we have a Facebook and a Twitter page. And, of course, the, the names are escaping me right now. Maybe I can look for those and send them along to you later, but we have our website up as well. Um, so yeah, those are the three main areas, our, our website, uh, Facebook, and Twitter pages. All right. I will tweet those things out too Thanks. when we send out the uh, episode. Well, we're looking forward to Birmingham in February and the SWCA conference. Is there anything you want to mention about upcoming deadlines? We have the conference deadline we'll throw in there. And okay. um, anything else that you want to mention about the conference? Um, I guess the last thing I'd say is just, you know, the, these regional writing center conferences, SWC in particular, I think, is so, so friendly to people who haven't been to a conference yet or haven't presented at a conference yet. So, I mean, you know, if anyone's out there listening, like a student tutor or anything, like, you know, maybe you're just in your first year of tutoring in a writing center and you're thinking about going to a conference, like propose, really. It's it's a very, very friendly conference and I've been to SWCA you know many times and the best panels I've always been to are the the tutor panels whether that's undergraduate tutors or graduate tutors um, those are always the best it, it seems like so you know even if you're nervous 
uh, please don't hesitate. And you don't have to be a tutor either. You could be, you know, maybe a writing center employee who's working at the front desk. Love to hear from those folks. So yeah, please, please propose. Even if you're nervous, never been to a conference before, you'll never find a friendlier conference to go to. And perhaps not, maybe not even a, um, friendlier conference chair host, Jackie. Thanks so much. (laughs) Thanks so much for chatting with us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay. So that was my conversation with Jackie. Um, the food, she is she is really right about the food down there in Birmingham. Uh, you need when you get down there, you seek out uh, the barbecue and the tacos. Uh, we can make recommendations later. There's a, a little place down there, Saul's Juke Joint. You need to get over there. You need to check out Gip's place too. I feel like I'm spreading my wings a bit, but also going back home, talking to someone from Alabama. We've now talked to someone from Michigan and Alabama about their conferences. Do you have a conference coming up? Maybe another type of academic event? Hey, the Big Rhetorical Podcast is a digital space for conference organizers, institutional hosts, delegates, conference board members, other event planners to promote their event or organization. Come on, like Jackie did. We can talk about the CFP, the host city, the conference goer expectations, a range of other topics relevant to your event. Reach out to the Big Rhetorical Podcast. You can visit our website, thebigrhetoricalpodcast.weebly.com. Go over to the conference and event promotions page where you can fill out a contact form. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at the Big Red. Follow us on Facebook. You can reach out to us via email at thebigrhetorical at gmail.com. Like I told you last episode, you can now find us on anchor.fm. You can download episodes from SoundCloud, iTunes. Oh yeah, and don't forget about Stitcher too. So reach out to us. We want to talk to you and acknowledge your labor and your time and promote your event as we look to expand our community of rhetoricians and writing study scholars. Why do they have to be different? I don't know. I struggle with that sometimes. Rhetoric, composition. How do you see it? Reach out to us on Twitter. Let us know. Okay, so that's it. I feel good about it. I appreciate Jackie coming on and talking to us. Uh, We'll see you down at SWCA in Birmingham in February. Until next time, be kind to one another and always be listening rhetorically.